Hello and welcome to the new Digital Age PMU podcast. My name is Justin Pierce and I'm the editor. These podcasts are a series of short interviews with some of the amazing women that have taken part in the Practice Makes Some Perfect programme. A course developed in association with Amy Keane that helps women find and finesse their public voices. So Julie, hi and welcome to the MDA PMU podcast. Hi, Justine. Thank you very, very much for having me with you today. Absolute pleasure. So before we kick off, let's get some background on you. Who are you? Where do you work? What do you do there? And what did you do before you joined the company? Yes, of course. So hi, everyone. My name is Julie, and I'm Senior Customer Success Manager at Permutive, where I work closely with a portfolio of publishers, helping them build out their commercial data offerings. Um, prior to working with Permutive, I've been working already in the advertising industry at tech industry for the past eight years. I was previously working with one of the top leaders in the retargeting. And let me give you a bit of more background about what we do at Permutive and why data is a topic I'm very interested in. So just to give you a few words about Permutive, we are an ad tech company uh, which evolved from a publisher-only DMP to an audience platform. Um, which enables premium advertisers and publishers to plan, build, and activate cohorts, and while keeping everyone's data safe. And Permitted's mission is to rebuild data in advertising to protect privacy. Therefore, from my experience and background, I'm really interested in new data strategy and privacy and how can brands or publishers be proactive and align on compliant practices. Perfect. So we're talking today about new data strategies. Let's first of all, why in the first place do publishers need to look at new data strategies? Yes, of course. So let me answer to the question why. So as you probably may be aware, for years, uh, use of people's personal data was a grail for many marketers and the ad tech industry in general. The use of third-party data was perceived as then very intrusive by end users because they had no control on how their data would be handled by other advertising companies, and they felt trapped during all their online journey. Users as such were losing trust in brands. Thankfully, uh, I would say things have changed uh, a bit over the past few years, especially with a new regulation in place. When I'm talking about new regulation, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about GDPR, of course, which has very stricter privacy regulations. And I'm also thinking about the changes to mobile identifier or borders, like with Apple or Firefox, and soon with the deprecation of third-party cookies as uh, Google announced a few months ago. So therefore, uh, privacy now um, is a new grail in the ad industry, and users are empowered to take back control of their data. All of this is therefore putting the use of first-party data in a very strong publisher's uh, in a very strong position, I'm sorry. And therefore, uh, I think this is very good because now publishers can thrive in this new ecosystem and they really can actually make the things changing. And now they can really work much more closely as well with advertisers to make sure uh, users are feeling 
like though their, their data is like handled in a very much safer and trustworthy uh, way. So that makes a big sense. Publishers with macro factors have to develop their new data strategies. But what are the biggest challenges for them when they first look at how to build new data strategies? What are the, what are the first roadblocks? Yeah, it's a, it's a good question. So for years, publishers have been working a lot using as well a third-party cookies. So when it comes to uh, to change or to shift from one strategy to another, it's very important first to have other resources internally just to make sure you are working toward the right direction. Because obviously, when you're moving from third-party cookies to first-party data, you need to make sure that you have all the adopts team or all the sales team working with you in the towards the same direction. So I would say, first of all, it's important to have a clear roadmap of what you want to achieve, to make sure you have all the resources around yourself. Because once you come up with a new strategy, you need to make sure that your sales team would be actually the team pitching your new strategy to advertisers and to market they would be your brand ambassadors. So they need to understand exactly why you are doing this, what is the purpose of this, and to make sure you have enough resources as well around you to, uh, to work toward uh, the same uh, route. That makes all a lot of sense. Now, what, what does this do to the relationships between publishers and advertisers? How does this change them? So for years, um, as I was saying um, initially, uh, for years, the advertisers have been working a lot um, with, you know, third-party data. But obviously, things are changing, and the first-party data would be the new grail for advertisers and publishers. And for years, advertisers, they could easily go to a third-party entity and say, look, we would need to have access to some data based on this kind of audience. Could we please just buy this? And they didn't even have to talk with publishers back then. But things are changing in the right way because now publishers uh, were the one who actually have a lot of relationships with end users. They have already access to this first-party data. So in this new world, it's going to be very important for advertisers to work much more closely with publishers to leverage this first-party data, which is definitely now the new grail in the industry. Okay, and what about, you mentioned consumers, what about consumers? What do publishers need to do to make sure that they, these new data strategies that are so vital are also not going to upset consumers in any way? I think it's going to be very vital for publishers to inform actually their users on how they will be using their data, the way they will be collecting this data. Because to give a bit of explanation of this first-party data, there are a few ways now for publishers to actually uh, access this data. They are basically, I would say, three different types of valuable first-party data. The first one would be behavioral data, which is basically collected when a user was a web page, for instance. Uh, it can be the time on page, clicks, uh, video engagement, and so on. The second one and contextual data, which would be actually describing uh, the content being consumed and any metadata associated to that such as a location search, description, topics, or keywords. And the third one is actually the declare data, 
you know, the declared data would be provided directly to a publisher by user and subscribers. Basically, anytime you fill in your information to get access to a free content and so on. So I think this three way of collecting first party data are giving much more flavors for web users to understand how actually publishers can uh, access our data. But I think it's very crucial, first of all, for publishers to say how they would be using this data. And I think it's very important as well to offer the options. Um, you know, whenever you've got a pop-up message, when you are landing on a website to allow you uh, to give your consent or not. And I think it's going to be very important for publishers to be transparent um, if they want to, to, to get that trust from users. What have you seen in terms of the best way this transparency happens? You know, what publishers, is, what have you seen publishers go, wow, that's a good about doing Or what, what sort of tips and tricks can you give our audience and what really works in transparency in this area of publishers? So what uh, really works in terms of transparency, I would say, first of all, is actually um, the communication you will have with your end users. And all this communication would be um, working through your sales team. So how does it work? Uh, it will be basically working through your content, the sales pitch you may have to explain the kind of usually information you work with based on your uh, users, why you need this kind of information, why it's going to be valuable for them in the future if they want to be targeted with relevant content. So I think first of all would be how you inform, um, how you inform your users and it will be, it will be enabled a lot with your sales team. Second thing, you need to give the option as well. So when you have a strategy, it's very important um, to, uh, to basically, on your website, for instance, to make sure that people are offered the choice to opt in or to opt out for the usage of their information. And last but not least, of course, um, if you are switching from the usage of third-party data to first-party data, I think it's very important to mention that as well as part of your, um, of your actually um, objectives, the way you are positioning yourself, because there is a big shift in the way publishers are working, but I think it's all about communicating the shift you are doing and how you are working efficiently toward that direction. I think that's really interesting. I mean, you're talking about making clear to consumers this move from, from third to first party, which sort of makes me think, do you think consumers really understand this to that level? And I guess it's basically about the value exchange. Do you think consumers understand this? I think there is a big work around educating consumers because for many years, actually, uh, users were freely giving uh, you know, their data to anyone around, uh, around the market. So I think they were just basically not even aware that anytime they will be just accepting a cookie like other data would be sold and repackaged to some other uh, third-party entities. I think it's very important to make them aware that with first-party data, it's very different approach because basically this first-party data would be based on the content that you are reading. It would be based on how long you are browsing a specific article or not, 
um, if you have been coming back to this website a few times or not. So it will be much more behavioral. We won't necessarily need to have access to your declared data, which is your gender, your email address, which is something sometimes users don't feel really confident about sharing. So I think it's just about educating them, saying that like their email addresses or any, I would say, important information would be communicated afterwards. It's all about the way they, they behave while reading a specific content or article. So they need to be, uh, they need to understand that the data that we collect now, it's made anytime they, they actually bought a specific page. And it's not some data that will be sold outside of the environment that been browsing a specific content. Are there, any, are there any sort of differences? This may sound like a bit of a stupid question between uh, mobile or desktop or, or other sort of devices in terms of how this communication should happen. I think because users now are very, you know, multi-devices, so basically like now we are, we are basically uh, using my laptop, but like this morning I was reading the news using my tablet and this evening I would be probably reading some news browsing on my mobile. So I think the communication should be made regardless of the device. I think you just need to find a way to make sure uh, it will be resonating in everyone uh, in everyone's mind because I think users have been felt um, I would say left aside for a while. They had the feeling that their data was misused. They had no control of the data which was belonging to them. And I think now it's all about educating, reassuring end users, and just to make sure that. We've got some trust, which is built up again, because I think this is one of the main things I've seen when you read at some news or article in the industry. It's all about bringing back trust into the ecosystem. So, Jenny, thank you so much. That was a fantastic, passionate and informed argument for the need for publishers to embark on new data strategies. So thank you so much for spending time with us. Thank you so much, Justine, for your time. It was my pleasure. And thank you for listening. Goodbye.